0: This is Sounds Like Adventure, an actual play podcast all about fun roleplay, short runtimes, and great sound design. I'm your host and DM, Jack Trainer, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and players, Jacob Sarachi and China Venzel. Hey there! Welcome back. It's the third episode of Sounds Like Adventure. So in the last episode, Otis and Siok got a full introduction to the very weird and mysterious curator of the museum, Indifference Jones. They made it to the collective, they're admiring the artwork, and then this strange, eccentric Arakokra woman she came up, she approached them, and almost immediately challenged them to this weird contest. But today it's time to find out how much Otis really knows about art. But before we get into today's episode, I want to give you a little bit of D and D one hundred and one. Today we're talking about ability checks. And if you already know about this, just skip ahead to 3 minutes and 13 seconds in your podcast player. So an ability check is a way of determining whether a character can do something that's not easy to do. Like for example, say a character wants to climb a high wall. So to make the check, they roll a d20, then they add a number that represents how good they are at the thing that they're trying to do. So in this example of climbing a high wall, let's imagine that our character is good at like physical things like climbing. So they roll their d20, their 20 sided dice. Let's say they get a 14 and then they add their bonus. In this instance, let's say it's a three and they get their total of 17. Now you may be wondering where the bonus numbers come from. That's all established before the game even begins when people create their characters and just don't worry about it basically because it's the player's responsibility to track their own bonuses. So once the player has their total, that number is then compared against a number I set, which is the DC or the difficulty class. So if the total beats the difficulty class, then you pass the check and you get to do what you wanted to do. And remember, if the number is the same as the DC, if it meets it, it beats it. But then if the total is lower than the DC, obviously the player doesn't get to do what they wanted to do. Then a few other dice bits and pieces that you probably should know. So when we roll that 20-sided dice, if it shows a 20 on the face of the dice, then that's what we call a critical success or a natural 20. So it depends on what the player is wanting to do, but it does mean that they're gonna have some type of success in the thing that they were trying to do when they get this, no matter what else happens. And then the opposite of that, if you roll a one, it shows a one on the dice, then that's considered a critical fail and you fail the check no matter how many bonuses could theoretically get you above the DC. But one other quick thing about natural 20s, it has to actually say 20 on the face of the dice when you roll it. You can't, like, roll a 16 and then get a plus 4 bonus to equal 20. That's what we call a dirty 20, and it's still a great roll, but it's not the instant guaranteed success that a nat 20 is. All right, that's everything you need to know about ability checks. And with that in mind, Chai and Jacob, welcome back. Welcome back. And goodbye. Say goodbye. (laughs) I did say goodbye. (laughs) So now that you're a DC expert, I can let you know that unless I say otherwise, all the checks in today's episode are going to have a DC of 12. And the way the game will work that the guys are playing is Otis is going to try and identify lots of details in the paintings so he can identify the style, the medium, the era, and he's got ability checks that he can make to do that. So he'll ask those things. I'll tell him what check he needs to make. He needs to try and beat a 12, and then he needs to deliver the information that he's gathered. So he needs to make another check, which is a performance check, and that number will determine how well he role plays delivering the information. All right, there you go everything you need to know about ability checks and hey gosh it's lucky because there's a lot of ability checks in this episode but with all that in mind let's dive into episode 3 of Sounds Like Adventure. Okay, so last session, you guys made it through the museum, you learned a little bit about where you're going and you arrived in the collective, the main gallery, and you met this crazy eccentric uh, Arokokra woman. She's challenged you to a contest and that's getting underway now. And they are rolling out the first artwork for you guys to take a look at. So the first artwork uh, gets revealed. They remove the cloth from it and for a moment, the rest of the gallery fades away as you just get engrossed in the artwork. It's a bit of a dark scene, this one. Um, It looks like a knight leaning down and asking money from a beggar.
1: Otis pretending he knows what he's talking about goes, ah, a classic. And he wants to uh, history to see if he can figure out what's the era this was painted in. Or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, go ahead and give me the
1: give me the history check. Cool. That is a twenty. Yeah, with the
0: twenty, something about this sort of comes to comes to your mind. It feels like to you that this comes from a city that you know of in the south called South Diego.
1: He says, "Yeah, oh, okay, a classic, a classic from South Diego, is it?"
0: Mm, possibly, possibly, indeed.
2: Siok will try and see if he can't make out what the painting style is, like what are the materials used, and maybe, maybe how old it is, or what like style and era.
0: Um. So yeah, give me a perception check for that one. Trying to beat a twelve again
2: it's a uh, 17. So looking at this,
0: you can tell that it is acrylic.
2: Oh, it's uh it's an acrylic painting. Acrylic is the medium. Uh, I
1: wanna write an insight and see how um, if I can if if I do happen to know this artist. Yeah, sure. Give me let's go for it. That is a That's a 10.
0: You look at this and you think, and you're thinking to yourself, is this a pepperoni, a Tony pepperoni? You, you think it might be a Tony
2: pepperoni. Okay. In the room itself, there are paintings, and I assume paintings from Tony pepperoni. Are they like signed? Is there like a little placard?
0: Yeah, definitely. Little placards um, underneath them, and uh, Tony Pepperoni is definitely one of the one of the major artists that is is in the area.
2: Can I try to match the style of the painting to one on the walls?
0: Yeah, I reckon. So yeah, you wander over to an artwork uh, by uh, Tony Pepperoni, um, and yeah, you'll need to make an investigation check to see if you can compare the two. I think this is probably kind of hard to do, so you're probably trying to beat a 15. Uh, 21. Yeah, so you're not seeing any similarities between Tony Pepperoni's work and um, this artwork that you're looking at. Tony Pepperoni's is a lot of watercolour going on here, and this is not watercolour
2: painting. I'll let uh, Orismar. Oh, it's not a Tony Pepperoni. I'll try to figure out who matches to an artist in the room.
1: Yeah, can I try and discern what era it's from, like how old it is?
0: So you kind of figured that out just from where the, the location of it was from. is That's sort of the era. So the only thing left to figure out is the type of artwork that it is, like the the school of art that is left. So that would be an investigation check if you want to try and do that.
1: Oh, chuck an investigation on that. And that is a five...
0: So you're pretty sure that, um, this one is a surrealist painting.
2: Can I look around the room and see if there's any painting that matches that style and then read what that style is?
0: Yeah, I'd say so there's probably another,
2: that's investigation again. Uh, it's uh, 17.
0: Nice. So yeah, you they wander around the room for a while and you find something that's like similar, like these kinds of like depictions of things that like look somewhat real. And you're reading the, the little um, description of it and it says realism on it.
2: I contact all this and say like... I found a painting that's very similar in style and it's a realism scene.
1: But I thought it was surrealism. Oh, well, I, I trust you, brother.
2: You think surrealism is, like, sure realism? Like, it's, like, really sure that it's real. I'm, I'm not that versed in these, these terms myself.
1: Uh, I trust you, brother. You've uh, very rarely lead me astray.
0: Okay, so now it's time for the performance check. So, uh, Otis, you passed your history check, but then you failed your insight and your investigation. But Chai came through and negated your fails by passing all of his checks. So, look, I won't give you the full benefit. Because look, you've been looking at the artwork, you made some wrong assessments, you've got some wrong ideas bouncing around in your head with the right ideas from Chai. So I think this is kind of a little bit tricky, not too hard though. So the DC on this check is going to be 10.
1: Um, performance check. That is a 19. Nice.
0: So do, do with that with what you will.
1: Oh, uh, just putting on the... The actor sort of looks across at the Arachokro and goes, Well are you ready, my dear?
0: Indeed I am. This is quite clearly it's an artwork using acrylic. Of course it is a, a realism piece, and I do believe that this is painted by Tony Pepperoni himself.
1: And that would be where you're wrong. It is clearly not a Tony Pepperoni piece. Though I'm not familiar with the artist myself, he, by memory, if it serves me correctly, uses mostly watercolor, whereas this would be acrylic.
2: Don't forget the area where it's from.
1: This is painted and came from somewhere in South Diego, which is definitely not Tony Pepperoni presides where not, certainly not where the eerie his paintings have come from. Are you just refuting
0: my my things or are you going to make some pronouncements yourself?
1: As I said, my lady, it comes from South Diego and definitely in acrylic. It uh, uh, doesn't quite hold a candle to Tony Pepperoni's work, but definitely the realism style and you get points for that one miss and gives her a wink.
0: As you do this, the Arakokra flushes, and her wing comes in front of her face and flutters again. Indifference Jones gives you an impressed nod. Seems like he's pretty impressed by what you've just done, Uh, and the crowd gives you a nice little polite applause.
1: Um. Now, quickly, can Otis uh, mentions to Cielkov that their connection says, um, "Have you seen any eyes, brother? Have you been looking for eyes?" Or oh, have you forgotten?
2: Got my eyes off.
1: So, so no, no leads as of yet.
2: Nothing. Uh, well, I've totally been looking for that though. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll we'll find it. We'll find it.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like Otis is entirely too trusting of his brother and would take that at face value. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, with that indifference goes. Uh, Okay, good work. Round one in the books. Let's bring out the next artwork. Uh, Then they roll away the first artwork and the second artwork is already placed behind it uh, and they remove the curtain from this one. And notice, just like before, as the painting is revealed, it's almost like the rest of the gallery just sort of melts away for a moment and all you can see is the artwork in front of you as you're drawn toward it. This one is, it's a landscape and it's depicting a dock over rough seas. You'll see lots of fine strokes, lots of vibrant colour. It's like the painting is made up of smaller strokes.
1: With the knowledge of the last painting he wants to see, if he recognises the style, like whether it's uh, oil or acrylic, oh, sorry, not the style, the medium, now that he's got a bit of idea. Okay,
0: great. Let's go perception on this one.
1: Perception. That would
0: be a 15. Nice. So you're able to tell from this that
2: it is oil paints that are being used. Silke, he had a look at the painting and then he's made his way back to where the other paintings is, trying to match that one painting style to another painting in the wall and then read the inscription to figure out what kind of style it is.
0: Yeah, so give me an investigation.
2: Uh, It's uh, 21.
0: Yeah, so you um, notice a painting that has like these short little brush strokes like this, similar like uh, landscape scene. It's not of the rough seas or anything like that, but it definitely has water in it. And while you're looking at the, there's the name of an artist, a place that was painted, the year that was painted, and the school says it is of the Impressionist school.
2: Otis, I believe it's uh, an Impressionist painting. But strokes with the, the brush.
1: Fantastic work, brother. And Otis is going to uh, see if he can figure out the era it's from, whether he gets that from the painting itself or catches a glimpse of a placard or a signature or something.
0: Yes. Gives a history on that one.
1: That's a 19.
0: Nice. So you're not able to figure out the era that it's from, but you're able to determine that it is from the far city of Franco.
1: Yeah, uh, Otis, across the connection, says, I think it's from the city of Franco. Now, see if you can find an artist from Franco.
2: All right, uh, I'll have a look. So knowing the Impressionist painting, I'll have a look around see if there's uh if i can find the name franco on anything and i'll try to discern any information from that
0: uh give me an uh investigation on this one uh
2: it's uh 22. that's some hot rolls i have to say hey you're killing it
0: so yeah you're able to you're able to find another artwork that does say the, the city of franco on there um so it's not totally similar, but you can see that it is painted by an artist by the name of Claude, Degas.
2: Claude Degas from Franco, but it's uh it's not it's not the same style, not completely. Can I make a roll
1: to sort of confirm the information if Seok's unsure? Maybe whether I've heard of Claude Degas and it sparks some sort of memory or something.
0: Yeah, so give me an insight with advantage here. So roll 2d20 and take the highest. Cool.
1: That is a 15. Yeah, so you feel strongly that this is a Claude Degas artwork. Beautiful.
0: All right, Otis, you have passed every single check. And Seok, you've also passed every single check. So... That means uh, you're in the best possible scenario to nail this roll. There's only one number you can get to fail your performance check right now, and that's a natural one. So give me a performance check.
1: That's going to be a 10.
0: All right, well, you didn't do it. You didn't roll the one. <laughs> uh, so take it away. What do you do with a 10?
1: Keeping the performance up is sort of tapping his fingers, and he's like uh, cheekily... Looks at Eric and he's like, "Well, uh, we're waiting on you, Miss."
0: So well, if 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 that's what we're doing, then more than happy, more than happy to take first crack, my dear boy. I love this challenging young man. I must say, this is one of my favorite artists, and I'm extremely happy that he has been brought before me. It almost... Brings a tear to my, my, my eye to see another one of his artworks, because I have not seen this one before. But this, of course, is the great, great, great Claude Degas. And I must say, when I first looked upon this, I thought this was from the city of Diego. But, of course, we all know that Claude Degas is from the far city of Franco. And this is an Impressionist piece, of course. And uh, it's just gorgeous to look upon.
1: It sure is. One of, uh, one of Claude's finer oil paintings. My dear, he favours the oil, he does, um, and his impressionist work is is very, very astute.
0: As the crowd starts to applaud again, uh, Indifference Jones chimes in and he says, Ha ha, what a fantastic round. This competition truly is neck a neck. All right, let's go ahead to the final round of this competition. Which is Nick and Nick. <laughs> Once again, Otis, as the artwork gets revealed, you find yourself just drawn into it. It is just captivating. They truly have some incredible artwork here at the Hall of Electric Curiosity. So this one is a really striking piece. Uh, It's obviously a a portrait, but no normal-looking portrait. The shapes are odd and distorted, but the features of a face are clearly there, and it's got some bird-esque features. And as it's revealed, uh, you hear the
1: Arakoko go, of course. ( handler) uh, Yeah, uh, Otis... uh putting on the uh, very knowing persona goes, Mr. Jones, surely you jest. This is this is too easy for us.
0: Oh, no. I, I, I believe this is quite a hard artwork. I'm confused. Smiles stupidly.
1: <laughs> yeah, Otis will, yeah, see if he recognises the uh, where this painting's from, the history of um, and we'll roll a natural
0: 20, 25. Uh, yeah, right away, you could tell that uh, this is from the Arakokra borough of this very city. Colloquially referred to as the Roost.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Seeing that, Siok comes close and like nods his head, like, exquisite and tries to figure out what medium is painted.
0: So, the medium is going to be a perception check. That is uh, 26. So, as you're looking at it, uh, the Arakoku looks over to you and goes, My dear boy! Are you trying to participate in our competition all of a sudden? I thought you were too good for competing with us.
2: Oh, I'm not saying anything. I'm just looking at this exquisite piece of art.
0: Well then, exquisite it is, and exquisite for me and your brother. Not for your eyes, who is too good to participate in the fun. Away with you.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's just... Raising an eyebrow at her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he turns around and walks away.
0: You were able to tell that this is clearly, clearly done with ink.
2: Otis, I think I think it's been painted with ink.
1: Well, p- well done.
2: Probably using a feather instead of a brush.
1: Well spotted brother. Yeah, as Otis is glancing at the painting, he wants to um See if he recognizes the artist, but I also want to, um, to sort of do a big, uh, very exaggerated yawn as if I'm, this is, this is boring, Otis. Um, but yeah, trying to descend the, the artist.
0: Okay, great. Give me a insight.
1: That would be a 12. Right on the line there.
0: So you feel like there is one Arakokra artist... That you know of by the name of uh, Jackson Pollock. That you feel like Jackson Pollock is from Ethel Grove, so you you feel like it, it probably is Jackson Pollock.
1: Cool. Um, and then um, yeah, there to, to see, okay. brother, you were good with the styles before. What's, what 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 school of painting is this? Uh,
2: let me let, let me have a look. Let me have a look if I can see anything. And uh, quickly glance around. Is there anything similar?
0: Give me that investigation again.
2: Here we go. But that's a bad roll. And I'll use one of my sonic die to improve it by four. So it's a 13. So you can tell it's an abstract painting. Otis, just look at it. It's obviously an abstract painting.
1: Really, you should have been doing this competition, brother. I think so too. Otis uh, turns to the Arakokra lady and says, do you mind if I, if, if I go first this time, my dear?
0: Oh, yes, <laughs> of course. Sure, why not? <laughs> this one, they go first. On. <laughs> yes, go for <forward>. it. <laughs> so believe it or not, you did it again. You uh, passed all the checks. So the only thing that can cause you to fail this check is to roll a nat 1. So let's see that performance check.
1: And, um yeah, so rolling a performance. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. A natural one.
0: You could have rolled
1: any number. <laughs>
0: and you rolled Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you have all the information that you need to do this. But I think with a one, the sweat just starts to pour down your face and you start to panic. <laughs> so, what do you do?
1: Otis has a, a mind blank, like sort of like stage fright moment and is, is frantically sort of looking around the room, trying to remember the information that he's garnered and just stuttering over his words. Uh, uh. without actually getting anything out (laughs) I think um, the Aarakocra she's like oh my dear boy
0: I don't know if I perhaps want that favor anymore you shouldn't have challenged an Aarakocra on what is clearly a painting by another Aarakocra of course my goodness that is by Jackson Paolo. It's from the very borough of this city, the roost, in Ethel Grove. I grew up there myself. Of course, it's an abstract portrait of the artist and it is using ink.
1: Otis, I think, regaining a bit of composure sheepishly. Looks at the art and goes, You my dear, you are uh uh you are clearly a fine purveyor of arts. Um, I am. I am at a loss.
0: The wing comes up again and flutters in front of her face. Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. You're
1: too kind. Uh, and um, uh, Otis also looks to her and he says, I, "I don't believe that I actually have your name, Miss." Oh, of course, my name is Mary
0: Canary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mary Canary. <laughs> Otis uh puts
1: his paw I gotta figure out what elephants. Yeah, Loxodons
0: have hands. I looked this up before. They just have normal hands, but they're just okay, gray cool. grey like <laughs>
1: elephant skin.
0: <laughs> like yeah, how are you holding weapons with those flat I
1: know, <laughs> that's why I was like, anyway. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, Otis Otis uh, puts out his hand as in for her to put her hand in his this is a pleasure to meet you, Miss Galeric. Mm,
0: and she holds her hand out on top of your hand for for expecting you to, to, to kiss it.
1: And she says, the, the pleasure is mine. Otis's trunk comes down and gives it a peck. <laughs> Indeed.
0: What an amazing competition. One of the best that we've ever had. And I will add up the numbers, so feel free to talk amongst yourselves. Barakokra mysteriously walks away as if it can't talk while Indifference is doing
1: maths for some reason. (laughs)
0: episode three of Sounds Like Adventure. Thanks for listening. And we are off to the races. This is happening, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this journey. The response to the launch of the show was just overwhelming. Thank you so much to everyone who listened, reviewed, subscribed, told a friend, whatever you did. Amazing. Amazing work. And if you haven't already done it, just head over on the podcast app that you're listening to this on now, subscribe to the show, follow if that's what it says on your app. And if you can leave a five-star review, that would be just amazing. I'd be so grateful. And hey, also you might want to go follow us on our socials as well. You can find all the links at soundslike.show. And speaking of soundslike.show, our giveaway is still going. Head to the page, click the link, and you could go into the running to win nearly 350 bucks worth of awesome D&D stuff. But next week, we'll find out who the winner of this crazy contest was and we'll also see where they take the curator next to see if they can extract some clues on what happened to the runei from this weird, weird man. But in the meantime, I'll catch you next week on Sounds Like Adventure.